1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manley. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Terry Evans. It's still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look goes there! Top! Tom! I'm happy with it. My <laughs> goodness. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast, proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Morgan's Choice SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We're back for NL Supercoach, round seven, and the few churchy blokes on the panel after a good week. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we're a little bit decimated this week. We Easter Monda oh Easter Monday, the public holiday's thrown us out a little bit. Pushes all the content back a week, so if I'm a little bit delirious during this podcast, straight out of the bloke in a bar potty, which is live now as well. That was a three, four hour slog, whatever it was. So straight back into it, but Supercoach sleeps for nobody. Adam DeRussi, late scratching, crook. Matty the water boy, prioritise the bloke potty. Fair play. Uh, Spy, I've still got you, mate.
1: Mate, I'm the kind of bloke you need in Supercoach if you're building a side, because I just (laughs) turn up and I get through my work. Um, the X-Factors, that's something extra. But you just need bikes playing at the end of the day, and uh, we're a bit short on that front maybe this week, so we'll get into it a little bit. But, yeah, good weekend, though. Yeah. Rose will score again. I think the team's building. Uh, I think you went not too bad yourself, mate, uh, even with mm. poor old Garrick getting hit yeah. early.
0: T- 12, what did I say? 12.57 <coughs> for the mighty stallions. So we're up into 14,000th overall, so making some nice little moves there. Being a little gradual, but getting there, getting there. So that was without... Uh, Joe Taffney, birth of his kid, so congrats to Taps and family, but a blow for the Stallions, mind Ooh. you. Had to play Stefano, which was not the end of the world, 37 odds, so not too, too bad, but Taps would have been very nice. Uh, could
1: have, his wife could have had the baby on Tuesday. Could have. Could have been yeah. more thoughtful towards us yeah.
0: Supercoaches, us Taps owners. Ruben <laughs> Garrick in there as well. That was a blow, a really big blow at his price. But you know what? That happens in Supercoach. Mate, saw you just before we got into the studio and – Never seen a bloke more rattled by Sean and Kepi
1: getting moved <laughs> to 18th man. <laughs> Panic stations. <clears throat> Who'd have thought that was the biggest crisis of the year so far? <laughs> of, um, yeah, team lists have come in. Did, I did have a look and they said uh, on the weekend that Woodsy would play. I'm like, oh no, I kind of needed Kepi this round <laughs> for his 40-45. So, yeah.
0: It's a quick, uh, good one to go back <laughs> on. And just the importance, and I go on about it over and over and over again, but the importance of depth. Because it can cut you so quickly and it's funny in that front row forward position where we were sitting here two weeks ago, a week ago it might have been, and and you were speaking about how well set up in front row forward you were and I was making plans to bolster my front row because I knew that Stefano had the buy coming up and Joe Tappany had the buy the following week. So I actually ended up bringing in Christian Welch last week to bolster my stocks there then when Taps got ruled out, I was like, thank God, yeah. so I could run Welch and Stefano.
1: Now, this week, a week later, you're in all sorts. Stallions are comfortable, but that's depth, mate. It's that's what happens, yeah, and there's obviously ways around it. That's why I've got trades, but it certainly mm. can alter a plan or two. Um, but, yeah, the squad's building nicely, though. I'm still really happy with it. Um, what did you I've, belt out? Uh, what did I get? 1280. Good good score, really good, solid score. week, score. yeah. Um, <clears throat> sort of got all the guys or most of the guys that I'm worried about I've now got. Uh, outside of Garrick, who I'm building towards uh, very, very soon, despite that high break even. Um, see what happens. I think I might even be into about 20,000th as well after a pretty rough week early in the season. So, yeah, just don't as well as me, r-
0: mate. I'm up to 14k. Four, four. Stop it. Plenty of work to do to catch the
1: stars. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's about probably 50 points. Um, oh. yeah. uh,
0: mate, today's <laughs> show key takes from Team List Tuesday. Cam Munster named it fullback. Massive, massive news. CT dub power rankings. I was just looking all over the weekend at these, just how well some of the centre wings were excelling. And it's just, it's great because that the scene there has changed so quickly. So, what we're going to do is we're basically going to rank our top four, who we think the top four averaging CT dubs are going to be by season's end, along with sort of who we're targeting in that position immediately. Run through all the key options there because. It's wide open, and with such high-ceiling players, it makes it very exciting. We'll be going through the hot topics of the week. Where to go at 5'8"? Adam Dewey, devastating to see his ACL injury, mate. You, you spoke highly of him last week. You said he's moved back to 5'8", and bode well. He's, what, he's about 66, went off with 10 to go with the ACL injury, and uh, busted there, so devastating for him.
1: Yeah, he had 63 or something in 70-odd minutes uh, without a try assist or any of the like, so it's just mm. it's exactly what I expected from Dewey, and... Poor bugger, I think he's his third ACL on the same knee, so that's, oh. that's a massive worry, and, yeah, obviously he's a sell now. Uh, Guarded we'll for
0: him, mate. We'll, uh, of course, wrap it up with our <coughs> round seven trade and skipper plans, uh, and then in some listener questions to finish things off. Mate, let's get stuck straight into the first topic. <coughs> team list Tuesday at the Bunnies. Davida Totola, Man, the middles at the Bunnies cannot take shit the entire pack. Davida Totola out with, her, I believe it's an ankle injury, might be a knee injury. Jai Arrow back in, thankfully. Alex Johnston back on the wing from a, I believe it was a concussion. James Tedesco back at the Roosters. Matty Lodge also back into that side. Josh Shuster named on the extended bench. I come back from a quad injury. Look, if he's fit, he'll play. So That's I ex- I think he'll probably come we'll back. We'll know by what Friday or Thursday yeah, night. I think there's every chance he comes back into the side for that one. Yeah. Ruben Garrick is out, mate. Uh, as we said, a, a bit of a killer blow for for <coughs> Garrick owners, but concussions, HAAs, they happen in super It's
1: gonna happen this year. Um, I, dodged, do- I dodged the KP one early in the <coughs> season. I've now got the Garrick one now. Yeah, and one one note on that, it's it's the kind of game Garrick could have gone early in the in a game. Uh, later in the season, where he's on track for 180. Yep. It was Penrith, he might have got 25, so he I might th- not have missed too much.
0: I thought the exact same. It was the looking at the glass half full approach, and the way that game played out, he might not have scored many more. So, That's it. And the
1: other thing is now non-owners have a dilemma. they want to bring him in for oh, the Tigers no. and Titans. His break-evens will be huge. So. His
0: break-even's 130, so he's out this <coughs> week against the Storm, yep. then has the 130 break-even uh, which he could hit And then some Against the Tigers Yeah
1: we'll, I'll, we'll probably Come up at some stage But I'll still want to Buy him for those Two matches Despite the break even I want him in
0: Mate he, he's one of the Most sold players This week I, I'm i holding strong I just think In fact I didn't even think About it Like he's We'll get to CTW Power ranking shortly But I've got him right up the... Uh, Is right. he my top four? I oh, think he's, oh,
1: he's a clear one, to be honest. And I ran a few numbers. I think if he goes back-to-back tons, uh, he, he'll probably only lose... Oh, that's bang on 100. If he goes 100 and 100 mm. over those two games, he we could well. Uh, he'll only lose 20k or something. So yep. that may not unfold, but you'd have to think there's every chance it does. he could so. also
0: go 130. Uh, and it could it hurt legs.
1: everyone that doesn't then bring him in, hmm. and owners that cop the concussion and 20 points can get that back pretty quick. Yep. Which is Supercoach at swings and roundabouts all day. Spy,
0: Sean Kepi, 18th man. Big, bad, bustling Aaron Woods on the bench. <laughs> what, a, what a it? blow for the, uh, the front row stocks of the Spy. And you're not alone, mate. Not alone.
1: We can we talk about swings and roundabouts in Supercoach. I've had a look at sort of the rejig trade plans and – no, we'll get to him later because I've got a bit funky, but I think I might have stabilised my front road better than with Kepi in it. So Quick we'll get to scramble. that later. But I'm actually, it's a bit of scramble work, much like a uh, few sides out of the weekend.
0: Melbourne 2011 scramble?
1: Very much, very much.
0: Uh, speaking of the storm, Nick Meany is out. That's a that's a big blow for anyone who. Congratulations to anyone who started with me, mm. Meany. I really tinkered with the idea, but didn't have the nudge to go for it. He's been outstanding and played. One of his best games in the NRL on the weekend. Uh,
1: so dangerous. G he was good.
0: Man, he's playing good. Uh, mm. He's not a sell, mate. He's, he's a hold. He's only out one week. It was delayed concussion symptoms, so nothing right. to disused with a bit of luck. So he's out. Cameron Munster to fullback. We'll get to Munster shortly. Jonah Pezzett comes in. Breakeven is about negative three. Now, <coughs> Spy... There would have been a lot of people, I'd imagine, who jumped on Pez a couple of weeks ago who would have had a plan to shift him on to either Nico Hines or Nathan Cleary this week and now all of a sudden he's starting half again with the the break-even of (coughs) Neg3. Because uh, because Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines, Nico's a break-even of zero, Nathan Cleary is a break-even of negative nine, they're also going to make money, You've got to stick with that original plan. It shouldn't
1: have changed, eh? Hey? If you just get Nafe and Hines ASAP. Yeah, he uh, mate. Like you could maybe made a week. Make sorry, week we'll a week. We'll, yeah, we'll get to
0: Hines We'll get to, we'll get to, we'll yeah. get to Hines and clear soon. But I think it, yeah, like Pesar, he'll make money this week. But so will the other pair. Yeah. Plus, the scoring up. He could
1: also score fifteen. He could. So. He could.
0: Uh, the battle of the battle of Brookvale. So that could be a tight one. Mate, Tohu Harris, oh, poor old owners. I mean, it, it's probably not not a shock that it happened, but two weeks in a row, named to play, pulled out of the Warriors team late in the weekend. So just frustrated in front of him. Has been named to start at lock again. Griffin Neem, he was named on the edge for the Cowboys last week, played big minutes, he scored really well the week before. And just in this void of front row forward sort of cheapy mid-range stocks, people were sort of looking towards him. Uh, he's out long-term. So, look, I don't think many would have jumped onto him. However, there is another blow for anyone who
1: did. Good player, by the way. Quick shout-out to Griffin. He's awesome. He goes good, him. doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, big fan, big fan. But, yeah, it's just another another one out the window. Mate, an interesting one for, for me, and particularly as a bloke, needing
0: to throw a bit of cash for Nico Hines this week. Now uh Jaden braley another one mate acl oh. gone for the season just happening to good blokes who have a hell of a crack and just mentioned on the bloke in a bar podcast that they happen in the nrl and, and they rule blokes out for seasons and it's devastating but it happens it's part of the game unfortunately but when it happens to them numerous times in in the space of a couple of seasons mm-hmm. it's just gut-wrenching so mate that's devastating what it does open up the door for or who i should say Potentially Phoenix Crossland. Now, um, mm. obviously, I've been coughing all over social media for my, uh, my Phoenix Crossland look like. And good looking rooster, Phoenix, so <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. take it. Dual <laughs> half 5'8, 274k. I thought he was really good on the weekend. Defensive view was superb. Break even 28. Dirt cheap. Moved to hooker. He played 73 minutes at number nine, back in round <coughs> three against the Dolphins. Now, Again, ideally, you'd probably want to wait till next week with that break in, just to see the minutes he gets, how he goes. But they don't really have, an, I believe, another noted hooker in the squad. Kurt Mann uh, staying in the middle rotation um, could entertain Phoenix.
1: Bloody oath, I could. Mm. Um, I'm not. Whilst us, I, I do want Sonny Luke. It's a lot of risk that comes with him in limited minutes, and his upside comes probably from attacking stats. So, what did what did Phoenix score round three? Have you got it there? Forty nine. In seventy-three <coughs> minutes, but forty-nine in base. I reckon I'll probably get him over Sonny Luke. If that's the case, is, is he named at nine today? I'm named at nine. Oh, I'd, I'd nearly take him. Really, I have to think about it, but I'd if he's basing fifty with the chance for attack. I'd be very tempted to put him in over Sonny Luke. Uh, he plays around thirteen, I believe, as well. Which we talk about by tiebreakers. I don't know if Sonny Luke mm. does. Maybe he does, but um, I don't mind it. He's so going to work hard, head. make his tackles, big minutes. I suppose. <coughs> the, Kurt Mann off the bench. The,
0: the issue is just Kurt Mann Come on at number nine. And spell him. I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, if you uh, wait a week, it'd be great. You, you can wait a week on both of them if you can do it, because uh, Sonny Luke's got about fourteen break even as well. Um, you can make a call if you have to go now. I'd be slightly tempted on Phoenix there. It's a tough Sonny
0: one. Sonny Luke no, the round 13 coverage for Sonny Luke. I like Sonny Luke this mate, this week mate and <laughs> I would go him over crossland. He just looks unreal. Sonny Luke. Oh Luke's he's so, gone there's isn't he? So many times tans- 53 minutes on the weekend for 59 points. We saw there's been um, the HI interruptions for Kenny, for several for Sonny Luke this season that stunted the rotation at the Panthers, along with other injuries in the team. But 271k, 17, we'll get to him short. No, mm. no, we'll suffer. We'll do it now. Break <coughs> even, they like said break even 17. So, again, one you can wait on, but. I don't think we're going to learn a lot from Sonny Luke this week. I think, barring injury, he comes out and gets his even, if it's say, you know, forty-five, fifty minutes. Hopefully, it can be fifty plus again this week, and I don't see any reason why it shouldn't. Just such good attacking upside. He's dirt cheap. He'll make coin. Uh, I, I like Sonny Luke this week.
1: Yeah. Um, what's, your,
0: what's your concern? And I, I'm surprised that you <coughs> said Crossland over him, just because there are question marks around Crossland. That being said because they, they are light on for hookers, maybe he does get really good minutes again, so...
1: My concern around Luke is probably injury a little bit, just that the fact he's, he's missed some games already this season. He's been knocked out once. That leads to stands down. If it happens again, he's a little fella. Uh, Crossland, you could probably say the same thing, but if Crossland has based 49 in round three, yeah. that's very tempting just to plug him in for... Because you're not going to play these guys very often, apart from when, say, Harry Grant's got a bye... In a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, Kurtman didn't play round three either. <coughs> it's a shame. That's a shame.
0: <laughs> it would have given us a bit more of an indicator.
1: But yeah, I do think Sonny Luke's on the up. Um, it's attack versus base there. Oh, the other thing is, we're talking about this, I've mentioned it before, but if you're splitting hairs and it's tight and you might want to take the base, do you take Crossland now, playing for round 13, straight swap to Sonny. Well, after that Sonny would have made his cash by them. Yeah. Well, you'd straight swap him though. You'd get someone else. Uh, you might be able to go to a, Sony, ch- a cheese yeah. or something for the Roosters. Unless
0: he's starting Sonny to cash cow and that's it,
1: yeah. in my eyes. So I think I'd probably rather take a Phoenix, potentially, who make money up to round 13, play mm. that first buy and then flip him to someone like a cheese, who's probably going to pay the other buys. Mm. just. Yeah, we'll this do some. A, this is a this classic week. Wednesday night situation. I'm gonna need some time to think about this one.
0: Like I said this this week. Like I, <laughs> by the time the uh, by the time lockout ended, we the, the bloke potty had started, and I'm sitting there scrambling, looking at scores, and trying to look price changes and do it all up. Had an hour gap between that finishing and then TLT coming out, so I'm scrambling again and Far. This oh, isn't
1: on the run.
0: It's, it's been extravaganza. A, I mean that. That being said, I, I spent the entirety of my Monday, my public holiday. Uh, Pre writing my squad breakdown, so the head's around it all. Don't you worry about that. All it's right. just. Uh, um, Liam Martin, Luke Garner, named on the extended bench for the Panthers. Mate, any threat to Zach
1: Hosking's 80 minute roll? Well, there's a threat. I don't think it will happen. He's too mm. damn good. Uh, excellent combination with Cleary. I think one of them will end up on the left edge there. Sorensen back to the bench. Liam Martin. Uh, or unless they play in middle, but yeah, I think Martin left edge and then Garner probably misses out. Or biggest risk is him coming on to spell Hosking for 20, which would be a that's, pain in that's the ass. That's the concern. But I think if you, if you bought Hosking, it was last week. Mm. Um, so mm. owners just held tight while we see what happens and he's obviously a player in your seven in the interim. Yeah. While will see what pans out.
0: Yeah, I, I think like we'll see Scotty Sorensen go back to the bench <clears throat> when Liam Martin does start again. So... He'll go into that middle rotation, which he's done for a long time now. As you said, that I think Hoskin keeps 80, because he's been terrific. He's so good. I mean, he's very good. The, the only thirties I said, Luke Garner. Particularly, like... I mean, Jamin and Sam, and he's been solid enough. They're winning games, so a bit harsh if he gets dropped. But the only thing... <laughs> Whether it be Salmon or if it was Luke Garner, said, maybe eating 20 minutes into it, but if that starts happening and he's playing 60 minutes, well, then we flip him for an out-and-out gun In once he peaks in price. Exactly.
1: So it's not a, not a panic
0: situation at all, really. Mate, Kieran Foran back for the Gold Coast Titans. Good news for <laughs> Dave Fafita and Alofiano Khan Pereira on the left edge just
1: because Foz opens him up so much. Oh, he's just too good. Goes yep. to the line nice and square. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know if it's on today, but just quietly. Fafita on the weekend... This is probably his best game in first grade from a standpoint of just working hard, tough carries with smart carries. He sort of timed his moments. I thought he was outstanding. And he was a he was a B's D-I-C-K from oh. a try, a try assist, another try assist. He couldn't buy one and he scored 80. So <laughs> 52
0: in base on the weekend, which is unheard of for, for Dave. Who are we questioning this season, just his output? And we were saying... You know, he's, he's a bit reliant on attacking stats, to, you know, to be that elite gun. It's been the opposite this season. He's All he's doing is getting his base. Basing 46 <laughs> yeah. per game, there's more attack. As you said, like that when he picked up from dummy half, you thought he was going to walk over. He hesitated. Was, he I should have jammed yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but, um, yeah. That,
0: that would have been another, or not another, would have been a ton for him. And he's just like, struggle to see him leave, leaving the side this season. Lock mate. him in. Uh, moving down towards the lucky last. Now, Braden Burns replacing Josh Adokar, who's out long-term. The significance there is Drell Skelton, who's been good in New Wales <coughs> Cup this season. The would have been bottom dollar. People hoping he would come into that spot, but it has been Braden Burns' name there. So a bit of a bugger from the, the cheapy watch, but mm. uh, so it. Mate, SC Playbook subscriber package.
1: Talk to me. What is it? Talk to you.
0: Um, <laughs> additional website, uh, articles on the website each and every week, e- uh, numerous extra articles on it, access to our WhatsApp group absolutely popping off. I've been doing the listener question and answer through the Spotify, Apple, podcast channels of SC Playbook of a Thursday afternoon the last few weeks, exclusive <coughs> subscribe questions. And mate, we just. Through all the different threads on that WhatsApp chat, we talk to, to the subscribers, all the contributors jump on there. We put our last-minute trade moves, all our plans, all our skippers, anything that chops <coughs> and changes over the weekend, which happens all the time, mate. Even so, just
1: general thoughts. Yeah. Something happens on the weekend, we've got a thought on it, and I might have a little premonition on something. I say, this is happening, guys. I might do it. We have a bit of a chat about things. Uh, also, to all the subscribers at the moment, they're absolutely into me. I haven't sent any drunk <laughs> drunk WhatsApp texts for at least a month. I apologise. Yeah, it's coming. Don't, really you of the group. don't you worry. Don't you worry. I sort of, after a big Saturday night, I can get on there and send a voice message or two and uh, we get around mm-hmm. it. We have a bit of fun amongst the super So there.
0: So also <laughs> access to our $1,000 <coughs> unlimited group winner at the end of the season. To do that, jump onto the menu on site at scplaybook.com.au and find the subscribe tab there if you would like to support the site. spiders get stuck into our CT dub, <coughs> our centre wing power rank rankings, wide open. Oh. I'm going to go through a few of the... They're essentially the main contenders very quickly. Ruben Garrick looked like an absolute oh he's an absolute start. Early H.I.R. on the weekend, played a handful of minutes, set to drop a stack of cash, missing this week. Jacob Kiraz, after a blistering start of the season, still going great, but come back to the pack a little bit, 50 odd on the weekend. Brian Ta'o, Vale Holmes, the proven guns of the position. They went big on the weekend. Greg Marju, two games, back-to-back, what do you know, ton, ton, and then 90 odd. Uh, just on fire, yeah. job security issues around him, but, you know, as long as he's in that team, that bloke is scoring well. Campbell Graham, my pot of the week last week, <coughs> which I bought him, but uh, regardless, he went 143 or 145 or something. Killing it this season, base stat beast. <coughs> Lockie Miller at the Knights is just in everything, mate. He's averaging 80-odd. Jermaine Asako. Oh, <laughs> Jermaine Asako's averaging 83, and just even, even when the Dolphins go poorly, like he tunned up the other week
1: yeah. in a
0: side that got pumped by the Dragons. Joey Manu's starting to leak big cash, huge break even, and he's going to be right for picking in a couple of weeks. Yep. We can't have all of them, and it's great for Supercoach because I think <clears> if we had this question at the start of the season, there would have been a relatively clear top four to five. You could go any different avenue here, and I might not have even rattled them all off, mate. Let's, we'll go one for one. Who's top of your, your order? And, and when I say power rankings,
1: essentially, what are the four that you're, you're aiming for as quick as possible? Yeah, looking forward. Um, there's probably a couple of points here. Uh, one is I think you can probably reassess all of this post-origin, the centres. Mm. At the moment, I think it's not a bad idea just to get in the guys moving forward and my rankings will reflect this. Uh, who are going to be super useful through to like round 18 or whatever it is, post-origin. Then if you want to bring some of the other guys I mentioned back in, you can do it from there. But my number one... Just quickly on uh, Campbell Graham <coughs> as well, how quickly
0: things change in Supercoach. Yeah, he looks a great buy. But when we're talking about that origin period, and we will really ramp up that origin period in the buy period chat, basically from now through to the end of the buy period, because we are really getting to that point. So, we'll get some content up on site. Spy that that buy planning chat. That's got your name written all over it in coming weeks, mate.
1: I've got to do some work around it this year. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. whatever I think, I'll put on paper. Uh, so.
0: You say that as if you don't put time into it every other year, mate. (laughs) Uh, Josh Addo Carr, out long term, which opens up a wing spot for for the Blues. So Campbell Graham with his form, every chance. So we'll go through them and, you know, we would be critical of them because they all have such upside. Yeah, what do you got? (coughs)
1: All right, number one, easily, Ruben Garrick, Mm. for me. Um, He's a try scorer, left wing, manly, good run of games coming up, proven goal kicker, work rate, he ticks it all, really. Is a gun.
0: I've done the same, actually. Man. I've, I've gone with Garrick, and that's why I wouldn't even consider selling him this week. You know, extremely unlikely to be caught into the origin camp with with the depth the Blues have in the back line, so safe and available extra number there. You know, we want certainly want Tommy Turbo <coughs> playing and being fit because it's great, means great things for Garrick, but he's shown that, oh, I mean, to be fair, like they've got K weeks there, so there's no guarantee that he does go to fullback if Tommy Turbo goes down. But when he does get a fullback, he's awesome as well. So I've gone Garrick. Who have you got at number two?
1: <clears throat> two, dead set. It's like trying to pick my favourite band's favourite song because from two to seven, I could have them all in one yep. line. Yep. I'll just do it the order I've written it down. This could be a little bit biased because I love him, but I've got Mr Karaz at two mm. at the moment. Uh, the big fella. Reasons being, work rate more than anything. Um, the game on Friday was one of them games, you'll get it sometimes with wingers. It happened with Marju as well. On the Sunday game But the opposition can make decent metres at times And then the kick returns don't happen Because they're just bombing to a corner Tackling them As soon as your four pack gets a little bit of dominance Or some balance in the attack That's when your kick return starts to happen So it didn't happen for Karaz on the weekend But it will We've seen it happen with his tackle bus offloads He's only scored three tries this year uh, And he's averaging about 80 So I just love him Maybe the Bulldogs get a little bit shut down on that right edge as the year goes on. Maybe not, but at this stage, I love him. He's outstanding.
0: Yeah, I have gone Kiraz as well, but my number three, who I'll mention very shortly, I. the more I look at it, I think maybe I've, I've probably got the wrong order and I could nearly go number three in place. Anyway, regardless, the top 4 we'll be aiming for uh, doesn't matter. So That's it. Kiraz, you mentioned all the positives. The only negatives are... And I said, let's be critical because it's hard to knock most of these blokes and, the, and we know the upside of them, but it's just the doggies. They've been great this year.
1: How many trials has he got? Don't get him? me wrong, but yeah. if
0: they do have games like the week with the Bunnies where they had genuine excuses with, five-day turnaround, impact of injuries. So, look, I do think they can keep up and be resilient throughout the year, but if there are games where they struggle for points or they're, they're beaten well off the park, maybe just limits the, the attacking upside. And, look, you could say the same about Manly, but... I think Manly's issue at the moment is their defence. They've got a lot of points in them.
1: Yeah, the other thing with Manly, we've got to mention, Schuster hasn't ever been playing. Yeah. What he does to that left edge is dynamic, yeah. so he just locked big, in. Big
0: time, so... Yeah,
1: Carras could go five weeks without a try. Like, it could absolutely happen. Yeah. A lot of these guys, that won't but happen. But
0: with his with. work rate and his tackle-busting <laughs> and his offloading, he's still, even in those weeks, and I was 50 on the weekend, but he's still punching at 60 to
1: 70, even 80s, like, dudes go Try it. assist in the second minute on Friday... They put him in at center off did, the scrum. He did have the choice. He went yeah. in and away. So he did that a little bit. He went in at center for his carries mm. and looked to put his wing away. So he just added versatility. He's I was, awesome. uh, Yeah, I missed
0: like the first four minutes of the game en route thy pub, and I remember seeing the try up on the board. And I was like, "Oh shit! Don't be curious! Don't be curious! Don't be curious!" Got my phone out, got the app up, and it was.
1: Ever was was realized? Like sweet.
0: And I was like, you "Oh god!" I'm it. like, I'm like, you know, same edge. Certainly could be, but probably not. And it was. (laughs) And it was. (laughs) Uh, Mate, who got number three?
1: Which one do I say first? They're both from the same team. Spoiler alert. Uh, Greg Marju, three. Something that I really noticed, I hadn't watched them super closely, but how good they're hitting the edges this year, Mm. just via, obviously, Hastings in the middle there. He goes to the line. In a similar way that Foran does, he just squares them up and creates space. And the next boy on my list... Get to him in a minute. So,
0: so who was uh, obviously promised you back next week, which as a non marju owner terrifies me, <laughs> yeah. but also very fragile. Caitlin <clears> point <throat> at the moment, so I just yep. I, I I wouldn't. My issue with Marju, and I might sound like a salty non-owner, is I don't really <clears throat> want to go on about it too much. But I ju- I honestly do believe Job Scrooge is massive. I know how good he's with ball in hand, the mate. They were pumping through that edge on the weekend, like. The defensive issues are loud and clear. So when I'm comparing him to some of these names that are about to pop up, I'm just like, long-term, will he be there the whole season? Dom Young ain't going anywhere. Heimel Hunt, they seem to love. So while Marju's a clear pick at the moment, I do think he's a
1: you know a few misreads away from going back. There was some risk. Um, who were there? Was a lot of it on Marju on the weekend, so, though? It uh, was inside him a lot of the stuff happening, uh, wasn't it? Mate, there was some not great ones. A yeah, I didn't yeah. watch all it so, closely,
0: but yeah. Obviously, Phoenix Crossan was in the halves there. Tyson Gamble. So, Hastings plays right edge, Marju on the left. But you still think, no matter, even <coughs> if Tyson Gamble coming in on the left, that it won't matter too much.
1: Doesn't matter at all. Hastings just plays that middle first receiver role, yep. hits him out the just back. It, it comes off Miller more than yep. anything. Yep. Uh, they were finding Miller in space, uh, who has that cut ball to Marju. Mm. If you add Ponga in the mix as well, that is massive success.
0: So. look, I, I currently don't have Marju in my top seven. He, yep. he, he would have probably been number eight. And that's, that's not due to ability on the field. If he plays the whole season, he'll be top four. If he plays the whole season and Caelan Ponga comes back and plays the whole season on the left edge, he could be number one. Yeah. So, Matt, I'm absolutely not ruling out, the idea of bringing him into my team. I just think there is uncertainty around KP, uncertainty around Marju, uncertainty around the Knights. They've <coughs> been pretty gritty this season, but they're conceding a lot. Terrific in attack, but... I just – we've saw they've dished out the last few seasons. So can they keep it up? I bloody hope so, <coughs> mate. I love the Knights. Yeah, good
1: for the Knights. Uh, if Hastings went down, it'd be very interesting just to see where that space comes mm. from. Uh, but at the moment, he's healthy. Okay. Ponga's coming back. So obviously it's, it's based on what we're seeing at the moment. Uh, he's another victim of um, – who they play? The Warriors were making some very good metres up the field and Marju only ever really got bombs caught for two-metre carries – so he can get his kick returns and tackle buffs as a that, result. I
0: was going to say, is that just going to be the game plan you're going forward? Do not let this bloke kick return because of how much a beast he is. In saying that, the other wing is Dom Young. So Yeah,
1: <laughs> you and also he'd catch them then have a carry on the third tackle anyway. He came, he came to the right centre for a carry at run point. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. He also, he's sitting on the left wing... There was playing in the corner, swinging to the right, and he backed up the inside of the first receiver, just wanting action. That's what I want to see from my wingers. He has a crack. He's keen. Every week that
0: I don't own him, I'll be a terrified non-owner, but we're going to keep rallying off some big names here, and it's just like...
1: Oh, there's there's not room for everyone.
0: Uh, Number three, mate, fellow night. So (coughs) I assume you're going to go down the route of a certain L. Miller.
1: Yeah, Miller. um, For the exact same reasons, he's getting put in good positions by Hastings. Uh, His work rate's enormous. He tackle busts and he's goal-kicking now. So whether he keeps the goal-kicking, though, I don't know. But he's hitting them well. There's probably no reason not to at this stage. Uh, I don't own Miller, but he's looking better and better by the week, to be honest. Isn't he?
0: Yeah, (coughs) look... I don't know, like, I want Miller so bad, yet I've also got him at seven on this list. Mm. Again, my question marks are around the night long-term this season, but, mate, he, he's just all hard, isn't he? He has such a crack. He's in everything, mm. and uh, again, no reason why he can't be top four season end. I, just with my CT dubs, I tend to look at the stronger sides in the competition, who are going who are going to get easier tries. They'll be in every game of the season. They'll have their blowout wins. I, I think... That Newcastle may have a few games Where they do get Blown off the park Could be wrong There could be yep, a new yep. this year But there's every no reason to think Maybe not They're still conceding a lot And I don't know If they're going to have Blowout wins this season themselves Where they He picks up easy tries Whereas the blokes That I've probably prioritised On my list I think they will get those in uh, So mate My number three Joey Manu Yeah Sort of the unsung hero mm. earlier on in the year Just because He's had the, the facial <coughs> fracture He's missed a few games The suspension But um, like last year, he was the absolute must-have bloke that he was the, all the talk at of the, of the back end of the season. Last three or four weeks, he settled down a little bit, but he was just going nuts and doing it pretty effortlessly.
1: That was because he played 5-8 in back though, for three weeks. He basically did all his damage in three weeks. Oh no, Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. He Check did, out. Not. He did. <laughs> Games at centre last year. Let's have a quick squiz. Um, and I'll ask you about Manu while you do that. Uh, obviously, he's not probably full health just at the moment. He wasn't that explosive at fullback last weekend. That was only a facial fracture, though. Yeah, um, didn't quite look at his best to me on the weekend. Uh, Roosters, in to be fairness, didn't look good at all. But let's pull this up here. So last season, he had where's a, his big scores. He had a ton in
0: round twenty against Manly. Had the one ninety one. at 5'8 five, 5'8 eight. Eight, five, eight. Oh shivers <laughs> Pr- Prior to that All at, uh, at centre 97, 85, 65 five, one thirty at fullback Before that Ton earlier in the season At four He started well actually I didn't realise that So mm. round four Five And seven last season All tons At centre Mate
1: you So you could also say He had one ton at centre In the last 18 weeks Of the year
0: Yeah, yeah. Look I, I'm not saying he's poor yeah. I'm just
1: saying I I I buy him because I want to see him at 6 or 1 where he just destroys everyone. Well, that's where um, he's going to
0: play when Teddy rests over Origin.
1: Yeah, probably coming in then, isn't he? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I just think he, with, his, with his work rate, with his, uh, again, sides that are going to have big wins. The Roosters are going to have big wins this season and he could just chew up some easy points. You know
1: what the, probably the go is? With his price dropping so much at the moment and on the way down, you're probably, that's where you get your fifth centre. Lock him in heading into Origin. Have him as your fifth centre. You don't even have to play him in tougher matchups if he's wearing the three or the four jersey. Don't play him As soon as he goes to one or six. Spare me. This is assuming you've got four guns and money. Yeah.
0: So, like, even his first three rounds this season, scores of 71, 31, 49. The two games at centre to start the year, base 37, 35, outstanding. Just, like, bugger all attacking stats. 37 base at fullback. Uh, I'm with you. That was just... Roosters were played out of that game. It was in the rain. Thursday night against Melbourne. They were too strong. Uh, as I said, it, it's a hot field. So 144 break even. Price is 716k. After the Sharkies game this week goes Dragons, Warriors, <clears throat> battling Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I like Joey Manu. I'll probably just bring him in for Tommy during Origin, to be fair. Because Tommy's not going to back up during Origin, fullback. Yeah. And then maybe bring Turbo back after that. But, yeah, I certainly want him And any time he's wearing the one or six. You've got to get him in, so it's probably safer just to have him ready so you don't have to make trades. But in fairness, I've also got him here sitting at five. Yeah. Sounds like I'm bagging you. I'm who's just saying. Your, who's yeah. your four, mate? Uh, my four – I've done it, so Marju and Miller, three and four. Maju and Miller. Yep. So I've got um, Val home at four. Yep.
0: And that it's based off the fact that the, the cows are going like bustards. <clears throat> They're not using Val real well, and he's still been terrific, mate. Like Like <laughs> – very, very few low score, next to no low scores in him this season. Cost over that late try on the weekend against the Dolphins. But he looked awesome. He has one, sc- his lowest score this season is 47. That was his only score under 60 this season. A few attacking stats, but by his standard, not really. Like, he's basing 31 per game and goal kicking. For the Cows,
1: look. They'll get better.
0: They'll get, if, if nothing yeah. else, they'll get better. They don't yeah. have to make the eight, but they'll get better. <coughs> And I just think that at some point, they've got to start using him more efficiently. And look, he's averaging 66 and scratch, scratching the surface. I
1: do agree. So I own Val, so I may be a little bit biased in this rankings because my plan is simply to hold him through the origin, mm. uh, sell him off if required over the origin period, and then basically I want to reassess my top four centers post-origin and figure out who I want in. Val's right there, absolutely. Yeah, and the so, one thing
0: about Val for that <coughs> origin period, because the cows are struggling and he's playing center <coughs> – he'll back up.
1: Like, yeah. like, barring injury. They need to win, yeah. Barring
0: injury, they'll, they'll need to win. And the fact that he's at Senna, like, I, I do think he'll back up most weeks in that period. So
1: so I've got Manu, Val, both on the list of do they make the top four here? Mm. And they're both very, very close. No arguments there. Um, I'll Five? Give you, I'll give you my next one. So I've, I've just got a line of four blokes in the fifth spot. We've spoken about two of them. Yeah. Joey Manu, Valentine Holmes, Alex Johnson. He's all yeah, weapon. Yeah, he's
0: actually one that I left off my list. That left was more edge. an oversight than anything.
1: <clears throat> um just gotta find when the bunnies have a good month of footy, I think. He might be a plug and play, because I know the bunnies have a couple Gets of late, they have a couple of late buys as well after Origin. So he's tricky to bring in over the other guys who play all the games. So if you can get a month where you look at this and say, Alex is about to go on a massive run, let's do it. He plays round 13. Mm, he
0: does. So <clears> misses <throat> round twelve. Plays.
1: It's not the best run, though. They just seem to have a reasonably tough draw, the bunnies, this year.
0: It started brutal. And then they had two decent weeks, doggies, dolphins. Although, you know, dolphins, they just continue to get up. Yeah. And then, but yeah, after that, they go into games against the Panthers, Broncos at Suncorp, and then Storm at Suncorp, Magic Round. So three tough games. So I'm not buying
1: him for those. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he might be a reluctant scratch, but... One, you just monitor. At the back end it, of the yeah. season, bunny
0: start to fizzle some uh, – sorry, sorry, fizzle, fire, some softer. Get. They've got to really, as they should, yep. a better draw from those last – the back end of the year. They yes. do have two buyers, round 20, round 26. It's so. a pain.
1: But if you've got depth by that stage, you can bring True. Johnson in and you pay him in yeah. those weeks. I think that's the aim with Johnson. Someone that can be really beneficial, but you just want to time your run on him. But, boy, he can score a try, as we know. Uh, who have who, got? I'll give him my other two. Uh, it's – Pretty obvious one. Brian To'o is going to be veering abouts. I'm still just not sure how much open ball he's going to get on that right edge. They're, they put 100 on in two weeks. I think he might have scored one try, which is off a totally unscripted no-look cut-out mm. from Crichton from Dummy Half, which was awesome, uh, but it was just a good bit of heads-up play. So I'm just not sure if their attacking shape leads to a lot of open chances for To'o. Uh, he's probably similar to Val in that he's just going to base massive and just do a good job. Can he scratch into that top four, though? I'm, I don't know. He certainly could.
0: Mm. I, I've got him at 5'2", mm. and that's just just around issues like your play origin, prime resting candidate, because he'll run for... 400 metres a game. 400 metres yeah. in origin. 40 he'll, carries. Yeah, so like I said, prime resting candidate <laughs> there. Um,
1: but if you owned him, you're, you're cheering. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I'd target to bring him in. Yeah.
0: Probably not with Origin coming up now. Yeah.
1: Again, maybe after if Penrith's sizzling, looks like he's getting a bit of space on the outside edge there, maybe. But that, that's, that's the beauty
0: of dub yeah. this season. Like as a Brian Totto owner and a Val Holmes owner, heaps have already sold this season because they weren't going ton, ton, ton. But they're still ticking up really nicely. Now I've got them pretty well in pod range and people for that reason with Origin can't probably look to get them in.
1: That's it, so that's handy. Uh, I do think, I spoke about full-back rotation from a trade point of view as a strategy in years past. Mm. There's two options this year. You could go a little bit of uh, centre rotation later in the year if you've saved a few trades. If you get to that last month, you can flick them in and out a little bit. Or if you can build the depth and you can have six guns, just play them as you need. So, mm. well, is it, It's a question yeah.
0: that, that came in uh, a little later in the episode, Spy, that I was going to ask you about, and it was around around that that fifth CT dub gun. It was from Tom saying, Manu bottoming out after this week, 650K, him as a fifth CT dub or need a prop. And what I sort of wanted to highlight there was just, in years gone by, that fifth CT dub gun that you'd play based on matchup, that probably wasn't something that you'd opt to do until probably after the origin period where... You had the squad value and you'd stuck it in. Generally, you'd look for your, your bench guns to be probably your halves, definitely fullback and more often than not a hooker. But this year with all these gun-seated maybe, up, maybe you go the fifth gun-seated up early. and Don't mind you, it. You play them all most weeks, but like maybe someone like, maybe a weekend like this where you own a Miller or Marju and it's against Penrith, maybe that's where you oh, I could just sit them this week.
1: I don't mind Gold it. Old thing to do early on in the season, but mm. certainly viable. I don't mind it, and yeah, at the end of the day, he'd probably just end up playing that fifth centre most weeks. But yeah, I don't, would, I don't, I don't would, mind that really either, would, though. Yeah. I don't mind it. Like, yeah. that's, there's some upside there this season. Uh, I'm not against that. And then anyone mm. else on that list, spy or not? Um, just Tungo on the left left centre position for Penrith. Mm. He's on fire. Um, finally getting him clean ball. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't – he's a run first centre. Uh, any Tarouv owners know that. He's, he just wants to get in that space. Then he look to finish or kick or do what he needs to do. But – The way Penrith are starting to look, I think he could be a a massive play sooner rather than later. Won't play origin. Yeah, I quite like him, to be honest. No Campbell
0: Graham, love, mate. 7.14K, (laughs) he's averaging 84. Top scores this season of 145, 80, 91, (laughs) 110. Two scores of 41 and 34. Uh, The Bunnies have had a tough draw early (laughs) on. The biggest thing for me, though, with him is, for the first time in as long as I can remember... Their dominant edge at the moment is the right side of the field, mm. and they're killing
1: it. There's definitely love for him. Uh, it's worth noting he scored all three trials on the right wing on mm. Friday, Arvo, because yep. um, he shifted Thompson. out due to the Thompson injury. Thompson
0: and name this week, I forgot to mention, in TOT. Yeah, so I
1: think at centre, whilst I could definitely have him in that top four to six, yeah, I'll, I'll monitor him. I just think in the centres, I prefer to take wingers where mm. I can, um, but I don't don't mind him as a shout. I just For me, I prefer wingers who, who with... With open pastures in front of them to get get those easy two or three tries a week, uh, will that come? Will teams start to maybe jam a little bit more on Campbell Graham on that right edge and open it up for Thompson on the right? Mm. Hopefully, um, that's my only sort of knock on Campbell. But yeah, he's bloody good, big base. Yeah, happy, yeah. I'd be happy to own him. Guys, for anyone lucky enough to be tying the knot at the moment,
0: you're probably panicking about the cost of the wedding and the honeymoon. I know the guru is shitting himself. Reduce the stress by having a yarn to Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys can help you get a quick loan without any built-in hidden fees or penalties for paying off the loan early. They'll get you the best rate possible and you'll have the money within 24 hours. It's a super easy process. Only needs a message to make it happen. Boys will also make sure there's no nasty surprises, no exit fees, all with one low monthly repayment. Best of all, it's a free plan worth $129 because you listen to this podcast. So if you're getting in contact with them, make sure you mention you're an SC Playbook listener. Very, very easy to do this. We've had lots of people get in contact with Paddy and George. It's been effortless. They've been happy with the results. Legends of fellas. They'll be back on here in a couple of weeks at some point. Uh, Instagram, message them at Pat and George Mortgage Choice. Otherwise, in any of the articles, scplaybook.com.au, we've got a QR code, mobile number, email addresses, however you best want to do it. So give them a message today.
1: Spy, jump into boys, a... Boys, f- uh, just want to check to the boys. They have Morse code. That's just how I do most of my transmissions out of the spy quarters. Spy, the <laughs> boys
0: have got Morse code. I'll, I'll pass would. on the pattern to you uh, when we finish the potty Beautiful. and you can get in touch yeah. with the boys. We'll
1: talk trades via Morse as well. <laughs> yeah.
0: <That's it. laughs> Uh, Hot topics for the week Straight off the bat mate Lots of questions around Nico Hines Nathan Cleary Nico Hines Break even zero Cleary negative nine As far as I'm concerned You have to find a way To do it this week Uh, Probably more overall players Maybe head to head uh, Particularly with Origin looming for Cleary And Nico You know There's got to be a chance To be in around there yeah, you've got to get him in this week, don't you? I'm
1: just getting him if you don't already. Um, <coughs> even on Nico, you say oh, he's got the Roosters who so might be decent and mm-hmm. tough. A, Melbourne put, what, 28 or something on him yeah. last week in the wet. Nikko's break even zero. If he scores 120 again this weekend, which he very well could, he'd be over a million dollars. Just get him in now, save you the heartache, get them both in, and then decide which one you want to captain. That's the only bad part about adding them both.
0: I didn't <laughs> own him the last two weeks. <laughs> It was horrifying watching him. Mm. I, just, I, I can't put myself through that again, <clears throat> Spy. And, you know, with that break even, I just don't think it makes sense to not.
1: Like, even if there's a scenario, which I've got one this weekend, you may have to not do a trade and cop an auto emergency or something in your front row or whatever it may be, I'd still be getting Nico. Just take an AE auto emergency of 20 or something if you need to. Uh, I just think you get him in. Mm. Pretty simple, really. Do and what you need to then do. then
0: regarding Nathan Cleary, <coughs> remarkably, and I, I understand the play, the big break even, the slow start of the season for Penrith, yada, yada, yada. People doubted him, mate. He's just gone back to back 124, 158.
1: Absolute replica to last yeah. year. I think yeah. one round later, yeah. just he's back. Penrith looked phenomenal. Don't,
0: just don't ever doubt him.
1: Yep. Don't ever think that one.
0: Sonny Luke, we've spoken about, I think he's a great buy. You don't mind it, but you've got your reservations at the moment. Cody Walker, third most popular. Obviously, people looking to move on. Adam Dewey following that ACL injury. 5'8, really interesting position. So let's tick off. Cody Walker, Cam Munster, same time. Cody Walker, third most purchased at 665k. Break-even of zero. Cam Munster, fourth most purchased. Break even of 69, moving to fullback. And let's throw in there, didn't feature in sort of the most trading this week, but Dylan Brown off three underwhelming weeks by his stand. It was, it was interesting. He he started the season unbelievably well, Dylan Brown, and that was wicked, a tough draw. He now sits with a three-round average of 53, break even 98 at 670K. Where do you sit, mate? Like, who's your target out of these three? If And if there's anyone else.
1: Yeah, so it's Dylan Brown for me. The reason being, let's go straight to Munster, right? Munster would be my target. You just want to make sure you're not missing out on getting your Garrick upgrade from Cam Pereira next mm. week. If you get, That's the issue. Obviously, Munster's the one if you can do it, but I think you'll just find that if you get Munster over Dylan Brown, for example, you'll then go to upgrade Cam Pereira next week to Garrick, for example, and you won't be able to do it. You're stuck with Cam Pereira. So who would you rather, Garrick and Dylan Brown... Or Munster and Akam Pereira. My answer is Brown and Garrick every day of the week. Munster being named at one is massive, but that's only short term. What's a week or something, so he's got to drop it. Yeah. And then
0: Manning will be back. Pappy's not that too, too far, far away. away Munster believe. plays
1: Origin. Um,
0: and that, that, that's yeah. speaking for me, Spy. Yeah. Head-to-head players, maybe Munster's the play. Um, yeah. Overall players, I'm looking at Origin period. Dylan Brown's playing all three major bye weeks. Munster's 150k more as well. It's a lot of money. So if you're making the move this week, but like uh, even next week, it looks like uh, Brown will drop more money. Munster potentially goes up a little bit in cash. That gap could be 200k to get Dylan Brown all three of the major bye weeks.
1: Yeah, and also Brown early in the season, what he had a. Couple of big scores, I think He's not far away. He's no. awesome. Sean Lane's back, massive for him. He's blowing out the cobwebs this weekend. The right edge of the Tigers in defence did a sensational job on them. Uh, it was it was Dewey and Naden both mm. now hurt, but they're outstanding defensively. Um, they won't get that sort of sounds funny. They won't get that sort of resistance every week, um, and they'll just get better and better. Lane will start poking through the line. Brown supports. He puts him through. I'm Masson Brown, and even above Cody, who who had his moments, but they torched a doggy side who were decimated and had one or two in the bin. Was mm. it? I can't even remember. But they put most of their points on over a short period when they against twelve men. Fair played on for doing it, but Cody's about to run into after this weekend. Penrith, Brisbane, and Melbourne yep. back to back,
0: all the way from home.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's it's not for me. If you own him, sweet ride it for a little bit, but possibly I'm, Penrith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm brown over Cody by quite a margin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, mate. I, I just think <coughs> there was good luck to anyone who got on Cody a week or two ago. Mm, definitely. At the value, but now this <coughs> 665K, I just think, break him zero, he's going to go up again, but into that tough run of games, doesn't play around 12.
1: <coughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, we, we've f- seen Cody do it before and he, he might just make us look silly. Um, he, he absolutely Yeah, could. and it wouldn't shock me at all if in a few weeks ago he just keeps keeping on, yep. but I just prefer, Brown's, Brown's base is enormous and he's got the attacking outside by coverage, good draw. He just ticks all the boxes for me, Brownie. The other option at five eight is, and I'll have a look at this but uh, I mean, you can play Katara or Schuster this week if you need to. Um, if you've got them on the bench behind Dewey, you don't have to sell Dewey immediately if you need to fix it. problem I might not be stage, I've
0: got to work out yeah. a, a final trade, but <coughs>
1: um, Or We'll get to mine later. I'm keeping this a little secret up my mm. sleeve. But you don't just have to sell Dewey immediately, or you can look at other options uh, and bring Brown in even next week, potentially even cheaper. But yeah, a few things going on there.
0: Yep. Uh, Tommy Gilbert, seventh most traded in. This one surprised me a little bit. Now, people are obviously looking for that front row forward, probably a little bit more than a mid ranger by this point. Mm. Look, he's five hundred and seventy three Ks, averaging 66, 28 break even. What Jewel, front row, forward, second row, very handy, especially if you've got, say, Joe Tapney there. What are your thoughts on Tommy?
1: I wasn't massive on him, on him, to be honest, when I looked at his stats, but he's got that front row tag, doesn't he? <clears throat> Where we need we need players. It's not too expensive. He will make money. His break even's pretty low, coming off a ton. If I just have a quick look here at his scores though. The previous two weeks, he scored a pair of 45s. Uh, 70 and 80 the weeks before that are good. One of those included a try. He had a try and a try assist on, the, on weekend. the weekend. Not, yeah, I'm not overly convinced on him. I'd rather that extra 70k for Tarpany or 100k for like Tino or something like that. I think if you own him sweet, roll on for now. But is he going to keep scoring and setting him up every couple of weeks, I don't know if he will.
0: Three scores under 50 <coughs> this season and stack of attacking stats for a f- forward, a middle mm. forward I, I just he's ticking along well, he, he might go alright but I do not think he's a front row forward keeper, I do not think the attacking stats will keep up and I would just be willing to pay the extra for Joe Tappany, Definitely. pay the absolute extra for Payne Haas, uh, Tino Fasua Malawi, Tor Harris is back this week, they're keepers in that position.
1: Yeah, you can lock him in for the year
0: so you save a trade mm. and just spend that a little bit extra. Yep. Chance Nickel Klokstad, Spite. <coughs> big rap on him last week. I know a very yeah. happy Clem Cassidy jumped on board. Uh, now up to 459K. I think he even tunned on the weekend. Need 22 break even. Good shout. Firstly, is it too late for Chance?
1: Yeah. Gee, it's a shame I couldn't fit him in last mm. week because we just had – the centers were stacked. I had no one really to move him to, but he looks good. Um Clementine did mention she's going to buy me a 1,000 beers, and I've, t- I've, screen- I've, I've screenshotted that. So looking forward to that. Um, I don't know if it's too late. I'm a lot more reluctant to buy him at 460. Mm. But, no, I think he's a reasonable buy.
0: Still more money to come.
1: Yeah. I think if you look at his scores, oh, we got it. If you take out his HIA game, he scored 70, 48, 74, 92. That's huge. Uh, he looks fit and healthy. Warriors of playing some attacking footy. His ball playing was as good as I've ever seen on yeah. the weekend. He'd had a little double pump to forward. It's beautiful. I uh, didn't think he had that in his game. So
0: One of the, the nicest blokes in the NRL mm. to boot, Chance. Such a legend. It, well, Here's my question for you, which might help people mm. with their decisions and yourself. What do you see him averaging this season?
1: Okay. What do we got here? Probably 55-60. Very so solid.
0: Based on that, without doing the proper mass, might hit 600K, maybe makes...
1: Pay the first buy, cash him in after that.
0: Maybe hit another 150K profit.
1: Mm. I quite like him. I just think we probably all have bigger problems yeah. to deal with than flipping chance in. But if you can do it and you've got a trade there and you want to go across from, you know, a war brick or someone or, you know, mm. why not? But yeah, it's a bit of a slight luxury yeah. potentially.
0: I, I, I agree. I think it's a luxury trade. Not for me, but. If your team's harmony, you don't have any other issues. Sure, yep. why not?
1: Bolster it. Go for it.
0: Oh, this one's sweet. This one's real sweet. Jared Kroker, 280K. I think he's fifth or sixth most traded in or something. <coughs> 40-odd on the weekend for the raid. Uh, goal-kicking is the big factor here, isn't it? Because if he wasn't goal-kicking, not a chance. But what do you reckon? Looking for a cheapy CT dub? <coughs> uh, if you need a cheapy CT dub, he's okay. Well, the thing is... And we'll get to them shortly, but Khan Pereira, Alamotti, Warbrick, all peaking. You know, he could go up, but people need to free cash for other trades, namely Cleary and Nico. If he can free up 100, 150k... cash.: was going to say
1: I'm not super high on him. However, who else is available around that price for a downgrade that's playing and goal-kicking? Probably not many. In that case, if, if it's purely because you're downgrading someone, Sure. Uh, does he hold his spot long-term? I don't know. It depends how he plays. Does he have the attack in him of previous years? Probably not. But if he makes his tackles, few carries, kicks some goals, um, he, he would be okay for you. You won't be playing him anyway, will you? It's more of a downgrade and he can make yeah, some money. Really. Make some money. So there's probably worse options. But back to your question, what do I think he'll average? Probably about 40. Mm. Yeah, Don't expect miracles. But So,
0: yeah. So, Alan, like, I think first and foremost – if you can give it a week, give it a week. And, <coughs> look, Alamotti's a 64 break even. Warbrick, 48. Khan Pereira, five. So, Can Pereira for me is a hold because...
1: Take that extra He did this away. a
0: few weeks ago and he went out and scored <laughs> two or three tries and <laughs> initiated a, a massive price rise. So, take one more price rise out of him. Warbrick, Alamotti, if you're looking at going them two to him, <coughs> like, if that's your cash to get to another gun inside, maybe you could pull the trigger early, but... They're also two players who, you know, they're not going to leak too much cash this week, Mm. Alamotti a little bit, but not the end of the world. So, yeah, I think if you can wait a week, you can. But I get it. I get it. Anyway, uh, Latrell Mitchell, 11th most traded in, 13 break even. We asked it last week. I think we asked it the week before. We we saw the value in going to him rather than Walsh last weekend. And Walsh went well (coughs) in a losing team, but Latrell, 150-odd, 145. Walsh to him this week?
1: I wouldn't. Um, he has got the Titans Great matchup Just again. this week My issue with Trell is Did a lot of damage Against 12 men A lot of damage There's one point I was sitting there Having a beer With one of my mates and I really had to go To the toilet I'm like "Double quick whiz boys Latrell's about to do Something again Just tell me what he does By the time I even Popped up the pan He had Latrell scored I knew he would It was a support yeah, play one yeah. like, he, he was in the zone You know he was about To carve him up Gets that look in his eye And just like He just wants to have fun But Reasonable amount, reasonable, sorry, let me say that again, reasonable opponent this weekend potentially. Then he goes into, we've spoken about South, Penrith, Brisbane, Melbourne. How's he going to go? Probably pretty well, but it's not like he's going into a soft draw and he's found no. his mojo. South Origin yet looming. to fully click. Again, even on the weekend, they were good for periods of the game. They put him away in those short periods, but I'm far from convinced at the moment I no doubt they'll build towards an mm. excellent side back end of the year. But with that run, Origin, I'm not super keen. Maybe, like, I even had a look at a Turbo to Luttrell, uh, just given Turbo's a little bit hampered at the moment. But the weeks Luttrell got his tough runs, Turbo has, like, Tigers and Titans. So, like, you, you can't be doing that either. Imagine um, not owning Turbo against the Tigers in two weeks. You,
0: you have to own him. Third um, most sold, Tommy Turbo, break-even 80. I... And with you with Luttrell. And look, let's be fair with Reese Walsh. He hasn't given us any reason to sell
1: him He yet. just keeps getting 85-plus or a tonne, yeah. so just roll with it.
0: Unlikely to have uh, – I mean, uh, I think Caleb Pong was the fullback for the Maroons, uh, if fit. I think AJ Brimson, if fit, and he should be barring new injury when he comes yeah. back, is probably number two. <laughs> Walsh won't be far off, but I think he's probably available through the origin period. Said so he just – not doing anything wrong.
1: And, like, the pack are rolling forward. He's having 94. I know. And he could have had more on the weekend. <laughs> and has the Titans this week. So He gave been... up a try on the weekend. He was already over the line. He yeah. offloaded.
0: Yeah. It's, so yeah. <laughs> I, I just – I don't know. I'm with you. I'm going to stick strong with Walshie at this point until he gives me a reason not to. Uh, Tommy Turbo, I'm sticking strong with you, mate.
1: He had back spasms yeah. against Penrith. He it, was never going to do everyone anything. Scored,
0: everyone scores shit against Penrith. Yeah.
1: And he still popped up and scored a try with half a back. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so
0: unless I see word from NRL <clears throat> physio during the week saying he'll be playing at 50%,
1: I'm not selling him. I will be listening to physio's podcast and direct meshing him to find that out. Um, <laughs> I'm maybe, sure he can't wait for that. Oh, he'll be, he'll be waiting by the phone, I imagine. <laughs> um, but who they got? They got Melbourne. You could go, if they said maybe he's got back spasms carrying into the Melbourne game. You could maybe sit him this week, but still, you just play him. If we turbo. get word
0: later this week that it, it'll reduce his
1: impact or restrict <laughs> him a bit, maybe, but... But even then, you bring in someone who's averaging 60, you just play him. But yeah, uh, it's, That's that's your classic short-term versus long-term scenario. You look this week and you go, oh, Tommy might not score well, but let's just wait two <laughs> weeks when he's going mad again and that back settles. all go, well, he could go yeah. bang, bang.
0: Here's another short-term versus long-term scenario for you. Jermaine Hopgood, the most sold player this week. First game <laughs> off the bench... 48 points in 52 minutes. mate. probably an unpopular opinion. At mid 500k, I'd attempt to just hold. I think he's a gun. I think he's probably one injury from playing bigger minutes. Firstly, 52 minutes, 48 points, hardly bad. Very limited output in terms of his, his work rate was there, but there were no attacking stats, which he's that good he's going to get them. He they offloads can. a lot. Just that number through the origin period for those all three major bye weeks. I just think <coughs> he'll be gold.
1: I'm holding him as well. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I understand the sell, firstly. Yeah, I get it. But
1: um, he, his minutes could increase as well. He came off with seven or eight to go. Maybe he was a little bit tired. He worked pretty hard. Other weeks he could get to 60 minutes. I said if there's a HIA, he could play any number of minutes. He had one offload on the weekend. We've spoken about before, Tigers are pretty strong through the middle defensively. Mm. Um, they did a reasonable job on Paris offloads. That should play pretty well Still in general. Still wouldn't be
0: shocked any week to see him start and muddle, go to the bench yep. and play 55 <coughs> straight, which he's done in the past, which would be great because then if there are HIs in the game, he'll have already played his 25 odds, so he can get big minutes. Mm. Just, it's a bit of a gut feel thing. I just think he's a go. Yeah,
1: guy. I, and I think, as you said, the attacking stats will come at different stages, and he's going to have offloads three or four a game at times, not just the one. So if, if your worst case is Cobblin of 45-50 uh, with upside of 80-plus at that price, plays all the buys.
0: Through that origin period, Jimmy yeah. Bolo,
1: he'll be out. Uh, ICG will be floating about the New South Wales
0: camp potentially, Ryan Madison <coughs> potentially, Sean Lane, if he comes back well yeah. from injury. So. If he's your
1: only downgrade to get a gun, sure. I get it if, it. if it's your ticket to Cleary or hinds, go for it. Yeah, whatever. Don't hesitate, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happily holding on at this stage um, unless something, unless he drops off, yeah. face the earth. Yeah.
0: Probably, mate, time to go. Stefanu to Kamanu on the buy this week, break even 50. Done a decent <laughs> job, but yeah, I think
1: time to go. Time to go. The only thing <laughs> would be uh, he obviously won't have the buy after this weekend. Welch, Tarpany, these guys will. Coming up Who's your coverage At front row That's we'll the question Well funny you say that yeah. I
0: When I say time to go I think I'm holding him For next week To cover Joe yeah. Taffney buy
1: He could be He's only worth 4.14 You could still hold him On the bench Just to get you up to origin Through those even buys For me, some of those through, yeah. Or so through origin Because
0: uh, Welch and the Storm Have a buy In about three weeks too So yep. to be honest I'll probably Hold him through to there
1: Yeah so at this stage I'll just hold him Yeah But he's not yeah, he looked pretty good in the second stint yesterday. Uh, he's not offloading at the moment. He will score some tries here and there, but he's a pretty reluctant play in 17s. He, yeah, he is.
0: But <laughs> I, I've got him there as a backup one to help me when those boys are on the bye and just yeah. plug him
1: in. And he's capable of a try and, eight, and an 80-plus any given week. <laughs> he so, is. Yeah.
0: Uh, Alamodic, Warbrick, they've peaked. They can go if you need to. Cam Pereira, we're holding for at least one week, probably one more week obviously a very reluctant play if you need to but break even to five there's more money to be made there Ruben Garrick we've spoken about him guys each round of the season we'll be producing an exclusive SC playbook market of our own through Betar extremely excited we've got access to integrating official NRL fantasy markets this week for our SC playbook Betar multi last week uh, who was it Latrell, which we have Latrell into Cody Walker. Latrell, 50-plus points. Cody Walker, any time try. So got 325, 350 it might have been. Uh, got home. This week, working around Brian Toto. Sorry to keep hammering on this one, but to have a field day on Greg Marju there. I've gone. We've gone. Brian Toto to score a double into Nathan Cleary, 65-plus Official NRL fantasy <coughs> points at $5.50. To follow along, you can find the link to the market in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or in our YouTube description. By going through those channels, it'll let Bedar know that we sent you, so that'd be much appreciated if you're linking up. Important to remember that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Spy, let's get into our round seven trades and skippers. Mate... <coughs> You've been uh, spruiking this, this trade plan all episode. Hit us with your best.
1: Been spruiking this trade plan. I might not even do, but... I'd oh, be fl-
0: you to backflip on your trade. plan. That'd be weird,
1: mate. wouldn't it? Luckily the week's seven days. Um, so this is my issue, right? I was meant to play Kepi at front row. Mm. Playing all along, that's why I brought him in. And he's bloody man dropped. To Any partner who? Welch. Uh, just to partner Welch, yep, for this round. He's not playing, so I'm actually... Out of front row with Stefano on the bench and uh, Pele. Mm. Like a oh, bugger. So, oh, Keppy this, Keppy that. I've got Keppy. Big caps. He's let me down. Go Tried to give him some confidence. and I mean, first things
0: first. He's 18th
1: man, so he could come
0: in still, but he might
1: not. Like well, they play Friday, so we'll know that. Yeah. Um, in short, I was going to go Dewey to Dylan Brown, just straight trade, make it easy. Mm. In order to do that, I was. I'm I'm going to go read Marnie down to Sonny Luke or Crossland. Mm. I like Marnie. I think you do a job. I have to downgrade one more person in order to get Garrick in a few weeks. I think Marnie's that bloke. Um, oh, he's going well. So he's I'm, a reluctant sell. For he's me a reluctant too, mate. sell. So I'll have a look. Three
0: forty twenties this season. Gee, you can hit him well. Punching him.
1: Yeah. So at this stage, he's my downgrade to open up value. What it does allow me to do, I could play. I can hit the trade button on Dewey, flip Schuster from second row to 5'8", which will give me Dewey and Isaiah Katoa. Mm. Sorry, Schuster and Isaiah Katoa. Play one of them this week. It was Kepi or one of those, so it doesn't matter all that much. They've probably got the upside in fairness. Um, But it means I can flip Kepi down to back row and go Dewey straight to Tarpany, which is pretty handy. I could also do Haas, but... I'm just being a bit stubborn on Haas. He scored, what, 79 on the weekend and he absolutely murdered them with like five offloads, six tackle bus. I still think Tarpany's going to be better than him or right around that mark. Had no, nothing more terrifying
0: than Payne Haas chasing a game. <laughs> I know. He goes so hard and just pops off. like
1: He was scared. good. So hopefully they get back to leading so he can just control go, things go through the middle. 40 minutes. Yeah, but that allows me to get Tarpany at a much reduced rate, mm. who I think will do a similar job. I've still got Stefano there anyway to cover Tarpany in a <laughs> week or two. Uh, so that's fine. I might just do that. It bolsters my front row. I play short at 5'8 this week. But I was, it was going to be Keppi, as I said, or one of my five eights. So the thing is, yeah,
0: and the thing is, you need. You said um, Welch has got the buy in a few weeks anyway, so you get it's a trade you're going to have to make anyway. Yep.
1: So I'm make, making it slightly early, but that's fine. Tarping off a baby, surely revved up the mm. big fella. Uh, my only issue with this is, and this is where a bit of additional planning comes in. I'll have Schuster and Katoa at 5.8, So I want Dylan Brown sooner rather than later. Just got to make sure I can do that. There'll be a way to do it. Even if it means flipping shoes to back to the second row and cashing in one of those uh, peaking back rowers. But I think that's probably what I'll do, mate. Um,
0: Minor part, all fair, mate. Mm. Hard to knock. Minor similar enough. Reed Marnie (laughs) to Sonny Luke. Uh, I love Sonny Luke coming in. Reed Marnie's a a reluctant sell. He's going along fine, Uh, and I wouldn't mind holding longer term, but. I need to free up money for Nico Hines, so... And with Harry,
1: it's like you don't need necessarily exactly, the two hookers, exactly. do you? Yeah.
0: Sonny Luke, I think, could be in to make a fair bit of cash, so...
1: Yeah.
0: Yep, Boyd to Nico Hines. I am going to need to boost to find about an extra 150k there somewhere, so... yeah, I need to really sit down and assess the job security of these... <coughs> the cheapy options are available this week. I was looking at uh, Dunster, potentially, last week, and he got named, but he scored about seven, didn't have the best game. Coming back from injury, so... Uh, probably can't quite pull the trigger on that one too
1: early, but mm. we'll see. Croker might be an option. I'd, I'd take Dunster over Crokes any day of the week. Is he about 70k cheaper as well or about
0: not? About 50K,
1: 50k cheaper. 50k, probably going to score more tries. Could lose his spot, but if you're 6th or 7th Santa lose his spot, you'll survive. Uh, I just think the Dunster upside for Para could be the go and the extra cash, but... Interesting one If he can play you will also be a Buy number For all three, three major buy Yeah He's a good player I expect him to be a lot better On the weekend But obviously Just yeah Coming off injury
0: Interesting mm. Good insight to buy it. Uh And then I'll need to do One more trade To free up a bit more cash so I'll be boosting this week Skippers I've gone Nathan Cleary VC Nico Hines Pretty Pretty
1: safe for you me You can't They're both halfbacks Dilemma
0: no, 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 I can yeah. Chill out <laughs> Who's both halfbacks?
1: Cleary and Hines
0: Oh, sorry I thought you mean my trades I'm like, <laughs> please
1: um,
0: Yeah, no, sorry I can't I, I told you it was, I told you it'd be in a rush day mate.
1: Yeah, no, I did the same thing I yeah. just looked for it and, Oh, you can't um, yeah.
0: So, okay uh, And because I hadn't actually Physically made the trade In yeah. my team It threw me yeah.
1: uh, Cleary will be my captain What have you got? Well, I'm doing Cleary as well <laughs> um, My issue was When i Again, just such a rush I've mm. just punched it in and I've gone, oh, I can't have Nico as VC for his potential 200. Yeah. Makes me a bit nervous. Um, well, you'd be tempted to go straight, Nico. Well, I'm very tempted. Um, I just think the form. Surely cre-
0: Panthers v Knights are that better matchup. I was going to say, the given the,
1: the matchup reasons. and Penrose form, I'll be going Cleary and VC on Harry Grant or someone. I don't love the VC anyway. Um, it has to be big. Yeah, it has to be very big. Clear, so. Clearly
0: when he got his 125 the other week, I didn't VC. that. It was actually, I think when I decided to do it, it, oh, it was about that. He updated quite similar. I didn't mm. loop it and it ended up being big time in my favour. Yeah, that's
1: nice. Uh, but I think that's where we're at. But it's, it is a shame. And it's, I like it though. It's good for Supercoach mm. that you can't just VC the pair of them into the sea. You've got to make that decision each week. Uh, I think it's really opened up the game. It's mm. a good thing. But clearly this week, for sure, for me. Um, I'll
0: probably just VC Tommy Turbo To be honest I know it's Melbourne But Four Pines Park If they do turn one well, I think Manly Are every chance in this game And It's Tommy Turbo Like Your VC needs to go massive To do it yeah, For what? him to do it this week I, I, He'd need to go 140 past like Who can do that Tom Troy He's to
1: your best it. chance Yeah Or Garrick or someone But yeah I'm Garrick, at right,
0: Garrick's out He yeah. too It's <laughs> absolute chaos Coming off oh, a long weekend Dewey gone Garrick gone Tapping will probably Have another baby this week Gone <laughs> <laughs> um, spy, quick few questions, and we'll wrap it up, mate. Question from Mike Roki: There's no bias towards Mike Roki. I like the man, but just knows how to ask a good question. <laughs> when do we start to cast an tonight? Around thirteen? Should we look at people like Gutho over the trail? Do you hold people like Hopgood for the extra number? Now we've touched on it throughout the episode, but pretty well now, mate.
1: What have we got? Four or five weeks till the first buy around twelve, so thirteen. So we got. <laughs> Around, so it's still about well, about six weeks. It's not that far away. It's, it's getting there very quickly. My answer is that's where someone like Hopgood could be a handy hold. Do you go someone like Gutho over Luttrell this far out? Probably not. I don't think you do it for the elite players. It's no. It's more for those cheaper guys or the mid-rangers that can do a job for you. I still think you want the best players as much as possible up to origin. If it was two weeks out, different story. But, yeah, I think if you're wanting Luttrell or one of the gun fullbacks – I'm not bringing Gutho in yet mm. in front of those guys. Yeah,
0: so around mm. 13. So they were what, about five, <laughs> six weeks. So there's time But I've just spoken about holding Hopgood based around the buyers. So, yep. And we just spoke about uh, Dunstar around potentially the buyers. So <coughs> certainly cast an eye to it now. <coughs> I think in two weeks' time we get real serious.
1: Yeah, and then it's top 13 this yeah, year. Exactly so that. we've just got to, that's where I've got to have a good look into it. It's, it's all new this year and you don't need to produce 15 players. It, probably handy, but it's probably not worth it's doing. It's not as desperate. Yeah, you might be able to run slightly less. But yeah, it's something, we've got to have a good look at that. And it's a well-timed question because I'll probably have to punch you out a good article on that in the coming... Give me two weeks, I'm under the pump at the moment.
0: <laughs> Spy, I'll let you take this one, mate. Jeff Fletcher, there's a lot of people that had a, a lot of doomsday seekers. What's the cheat code for extra trades? Seriously, though, what do you do if your <coughs> season is done? Start buying pods and try to win a round. Win that $1,000 cash. <coughs> really, you probably won't win the round because... We hate them, but there's sniper teams around. It does your head in, but it's Mm. true. Stock up on buy players and try win one of those or try and make the (coughs) worst team ever for a laugh.
1: Um, Just keep plugging, to be honest. You probably think you're out of it. I was about 65,000 three weeks ago, back into the top 20 now (coughs) with about 20 rounds left of the season. The other thing is, even if you've had, like, we're not going to have great years every year, just get as high as you can. Like, re- reassess your targets. If you wanted top Fight 100... find for
0: top 10K or something.
1: Yep. If you wanted top 100 or top 1,000, <coughs> and that's the other question, target 5,000. See if you can get there and do yourself proud. What I would do if you're having an absolute shocker... It's a long way out, but if the season goes on and you're starting to... It's just not going your way, then maybe you do do a calculated gamble of a we Dubs, run. we just roll out. Yeah, roll some of those out. Go, go the, go the back them. end of those
0: players who are sub 5'10 ownership. Yeah. Go early and Joey Marner, whatever it might be.
1: But don't do silly things. No. Getting guns who are under
0: 27-round season. Yeah, it's it is so, so long.
1: long. There's a long way to go. Um, but don't try to win the week. I think they'll just frustrate the hell Terrible out of you. Terrible approach. Yeah, just have a crack. Um, go from there. Long way to go. Re- reassess your target is my answer. Yeah,
0: and aim for it. Mate, it's... Honestly, it's so early on in the season. Six rounds in, it can change so quickly. So I have faith. Stay strong. Question from Tomo. Thoughts on Ryan Madison. Three-round average of, I think, about 72 minutes or about the same. Maybe mid-70s. Going good. Three, three games back.
1: Yeah, he's pretty bloody good, isn't he? Um, back row only, I imagine. So, back row only. Yeah, I'm sort of not against anyone <laughs> that wants him. Um, probably nearly prefer Sean Lane. Once he gets fit and he'll drop in cash. But yeah, those para boys. Maddo an origin chance this year or probably not, we're thinking. You never know with Maddo. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ability wise, yes. But, but yeah, you can't knock his. Might be on the outer a bit. can't like knock camp. his
1: work rate from supercoach circles and minutes at the Eels. So he's yeah. very solid bowler. He's
0: so reliable. Bit of attacking upside. Just a yeah. yep. Question from Grantos Eisenhuth, a downgrade option. Dual CTW, 2RF. Now, this is an interesting one because. We just mentioned the lack of genuine options. <coughs> now, th- they've got the buy-in two weeks. Look, you're not going to play him in your side anyway, but how's he, the base on the bloke? Beliak loves him. Now, they're winning games now, but the two games they've won, they've also coincided with him coming back. 35 minutes last week for fi- uh, against the Bunnies, 35 minutes for 50 points, 39 in base. Last week, 29 <coughs> minutes, 36 points, 34 in base. Oof. Like... If a back row goes down or whatever comes around and more minutes come in, dual position, 279K, I know it's not perfect, but,
1: like, you can s- – maybe. I'd probably take him over Croaks as a <laughs> dual position. Mm. He's looks like his base might be around thirty five forty with upside with injuries. I don't mind it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean – I even might be t- looking at him next week. What's his break-even one? He'll make a bit of cash, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, Actually. Worth a little monitor. Um SPY What do we got here? You're you're in this position. You mentioned paying extra for Taffney, but a question from Karts. Upgrading Stefano. Adam <coughs> Fanilla Blake, Ruben Cotter, Regan Campbell, Gillard, are they viable options to play alongside Christian Welch? This is very relevant to you.
1: They are. Uh someone like Cotter, I don't mind. Coming off injury, as he mentioned, is a slight concern, but I do just think if I'm going to upgrade him, I want to get to a Tarpany, Tino, Haas, these type of fellas. Um, the other guys will do a job. But I think if you're going to do that, you probably – maybe they form one of your three front rowers potentially. They're they all
0: they're all in a similar mm. boat to me as speaking about Tommy Gilbert before. Similar price bracket, go well, but I still love Cotter. But coming back from injury, original creep up, just – can find a soft tissue injury with Cotter, which you worries can, me a little yeah. bit. But maybe Cotter's your gamble. I don't I, still
1: think it's I don't right have it, but I think I I'll just I think get, get, for taps. Just get Tappany. Get the taps. Yeah. Uh,
0: mate, we might wrap that one up for NRL Supercoach Round 7. Been a, a big stint from yourself?
1: Yeah, it's um talk about chaos coming off the long weekend. Yeah. Kepi getting dropped. Unbelievable scenes. Um, Anzac Day in
0: a couple of weeks is on the Tuesday. Mate, that is going to throw a cut amongst the pigeons in terms of <laughs> uh, NRL Supercoach content. But... We'll get through it. We'll, we'll
1: sort it, it out. Maybe an Anzac Day schooners podcast or something. It <laughs> could happen. Um, but, yeah, it's been good. A, a bit to unravel as the week goes on. But on the up the playbook, I think, and we'll keep, keep it rolling. Good hopefully. week
0: from the playbook team through mm. the week. So we will come good. Uh, righto, guys. Thanks for tuning in and good luck
1: this week.